drives me crazy about Joe Biden is that he causes problems. You know, most presidents don't know how to deal with problems. The worst president in our history was James Buchanan. Uh, he came in to a situation where the South was actually raiding federal depots for weapons, and they were doing all kinds of things, uh, signaling they were going to uh, bail out of the Union. Um, and Buchanan just sat there and didn't do anything about it. So the South became more emboldened. That led to the Civil War. Buchanan left. Lincoln came in. And the rest, as they say, is history. Buchanan didn't cause the Civil War, the slavery issue, all that. He just sat there and allowed just horror to develop. Same thing with Herbert Hoover, one of the worst presidents ever. He didn't cause the Great Depression when he got in. He didn't do anything about it. And people were dying. But Biden's a different situation. And that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points Memo. Republicans only need to tell voters one thing, in my opinion, in order to win in November. They say that the southern border is wide open because President Biden wants it that way. You don't even have to say inflation's terrible, the economy's wobbling, foreign policy is out of control, she is threatening uh, the United States. You don't, you don't even have to go there because the border is so bad and so many people are getting hurt. And it's because of Biden. It's not because of the Democratic Party. They support it. Okay? It's not because of some cabinet member. Mayorkas is just uh, a guy in there who was way over his head, but he didn't cause it. It's Biden. He will not enforce immigration law. So let me prove my point here. Border Patrol has announced that in the first 10 months of this fiscal year, which ends in October, agents have made 1.82 million arrests at the southern border. Almost 2 million is still two more months to go. That is a record by far. So this is, this is just a stream of foreign nationals every single day, overwhelming U.S. authorities on the border. Okay, now, the Wall Street Journal is reporting that the apprehensions are now being adjudicated so that they aren't apprehensions anymore. It's the Border Patrol stops you. You have no business here. You have no passport, you know, papers. And then in the, a matter of hours, they let you go right into the country. That's what's happening. Okay. And it's not like it isn't happening. It is. And these are the old federal government stats. Okay? In addition, record amounts of hard narcotics are coming in here. Is July alone 2,100 pounds of fentanyl. Fentanyl is a little pill. 2,100 pounds just in July. This is an increase of 200% over last year. So the drug smugglers on both sides of the border, cartels in Mexico, organized crime, 
in the United States. It's just like, come on, wave them in because of the open border. Now, so far this year, again, according to federal government, 18,000 pounds of cocaine seized, 138,000 pounds of methamphetamine, and 1,300 pounds of heroin. The heroin's down because the fentanyl is up. Fentanyl basically does what heroin does, but it's much more powerful than heroin, so it kills you. Not always, but a lot. So hundreds of thousands of Americans are dying, not only from drug overdoses, but when the drugs get to the cities, the drug gangs, primarily African-American, they're the retail sellers, they're fighting each other and law enforcement to control the street drug industry. That's resulting in violent crime through the roof. So you got drug overdoses, and they say about 120,000, whatever. It's way more than that. But a lot of these coroners say other people die of other things, that kind of thing. But it's way more than that. And then you have all the murders and all the violence in the cities, the big cities. So, again, this isn't two sides to the story. This is happening. President Biden does not care. Fact. If he cared, he'd do something about it. But there isn't anything being done. I mean, nothing. So, 18 months of this, how much more do you need, you liberal Democrats? How much more do you need, you independent voters? The Republican Party is going to vote en masse against Biden and the Democrats. But independents and Democrats still supporting some of them, the Biden administration. How much more do you need? Do you really believe this is good for the United States? Where foreign nationals, millions of them can come here unattended? And when they come here, we have to take care of them. We can't let them die in the streets. And that's U.S. tax money. I mean, we're talking millions of people, most of them poor. And then the narcotics are everywhere. Now, if you read Killing the Mob, and I hope you read all the killing books, because if you do, you'll have a very, very good idea of your own country. But Killing the Mob, I laid out how the narcotics traffic was controlled at wholesale and retail at one point by organized crime. The Italian gangsters, the five families, they controlled it. But they don't control retail anymore. They still control a lot of the importation of narcotics here, but not how it's sold on the streets of New York City, Chicago, L.A., and every other big city. Those are African-American gangs doing that primarily. There are some Hispanic gangs, but it's primarily African-American gangs. And they're killing people, thousands of people. And there's no problem getting their product here. It's easier to get narcotics into America today than ever before. And the federal government says it. Again, where is President Biden? Where is his chief of staff? Where is Nancy Pelosi or Chuck Schumer? Gone. They don't care. And that, there's no other explanation. They don't care that Americans are dying. And here is the real kicker. 
equity and, and, and we're going to take care of African-Americans and all of this, mostly African-Americans dying. So that's how fraudulent and hypocritical this whole progressive move is. I'll tell you what, I've never seen an issue this intense that is so clearly defined than the border. So Joe Biden is now in dereliction of duty territory. He swore to uphold the laws of the United States. He is not upholding them. And in any forum, he could not persuade any fair-minded person that he is. So he could be impeached if the House goes Democrat in November. That would take place after everybody sworn in in January. He could be impeached. That would be a mistake by the Republican Party if they decide to do that. They could do it, and they would get the article of impeachment passed in the House. They never get a conviction in the Senate. Okay, but they could embarrass Biden. But here's what the Republicans should do. Immediately after taking power in January, the House committees, Homeland Security, Oversight, whatever it may be, begin holding hearings and bringing in Mayorkas, Judge, all the department heads, the whole cabinet. You subpoena them and embarrass them in front of the whole country, because they're not going to be able to defend the Biden incompetence. So rather than doing what Nancy Pelosi did to Trump, which, you know, blew up and nobody got anywhere on it, you don't do that. You, you set a record. And then the final thing after Mayorkas and Buttigieg and all of the other cabinet members, department heads, definitely Merrick Garland, Definitely he's in, okay? Particularly if this whole Trump thing doesn't work out. Once you have all that on the record, then you go after Biden. Okay, so I want to bring in now Brett Talman to uh, immediately uh, comment on my monologue and then give us his assessment. You know, Brett, we use him a lot. He's a former U.S. attorney from Utah. He comes to us from Salt Lake City. What say you? Bill, I, I thought uh, one thing that you hit on that uh, really isn't being discussed enough, and that is <clears throat> we don't know. Merrick Garland didn't answer any questions. He gave a press statement with you know very little information. The only new thing we, we learned was that he signed off on it, which was no real discovery for those of us that have been in the Department of Justice. But we know nothing about what they believe they have that supports probable cause and what was in that affidavit. And so for the media to go, you know, one way or the other, that's all speculation. I like the fact that you're willing to say, hey, I know Donald Trump as a person. I know what he's capable of, you know, physically and, and intellectually. I know what he's capable of doing, which is nothing compared to what we, we know about uh, the Department of Justice and, and why this investigation has been launched. Okay. Now, when you do a raid like that, it's obviously serious business, and it seems to be all one way over the recent years um, that conservatives' homes are raided, but liberals' homes aren't. Um, I think that's pretty accurate. But you mentioned uh, something to my uh, producer called a taint team, T-A-I-N-T team. What is a taint team? 
You know, the Department of Justice, when they execute a search warrant and they anticipate that there may be privileged documents, and I can't imagine that they did not anticipate you had either executive privilege or attorney-client privilege when you're going to seize documents prior to the search warrant. You have to designate a team of lawyers and investigators from the FBI and the Department of Justice who are not part of your investigation of Donald Trump, who know nothing about it, who are separate they will actually take into custody all evidence, all documents brought in, and they will review it for, did we gather privileged documents? If they did, then they will separate those out. They will return those documents unless they can show that they were, there's a crime fraud exception, which there wouldn't be in this, in this instance. So the, the fact that they did not do that, when, when Donald wait, Trump's wait, team wait, lawyers- wait. How do you know the FBI didn't send in a taint team? What we know is the lawyers for the, the pres former president had reached out to the Department of Justice and indicated that they have gathered privileged documents. Um, the fact that the department's response, allegedly the department's response on that is that we don't think we did. And the Trump's lawyers requested a special master be appointed. Um, what they're really requesting is that taint team. Is it in place? The department's response seems to justify the concern that they didn't establish that team before going in and searching the Mar-a-Lago. How big an error would that be? It can be a catastrophic error. Um, the, this country preserves the attorney-client privilege and requires that investigators do not review attorney-client privilege. That's the, the essence of the privilege. But what it does is, is, is why it's called a taint team is, does the review, does it taint the other evidence based on the review of that evidence? Did they see things they're not supposed to see? Because when you review privileged uh, information, you can reveal strategy, you can reveal, you know, confessions and, and issues sure. that are revealed to attorneys. A bunch of stuff could be in only. there about, about not correct. only national security, but personal uh, things Correct. and all of that. So a judge, if the chain team was not put into place, and I can't imagine that Christopher Ray, the head of the FBI, wouldn't know what you just told us, that <laughs> you should have had a team go in ahead of time that was not associated with any investigation of Donald Trump and look for privileged correspondence. He would have had to know that, right? Yeah, he would have had to know. And what they jeopardize, Bill, is the admissibility of any okay. evidence if they brought a case. Yeah, That's the right. judge could throw the whole thing out. Illegal search. So, so it makes it it makes you question if they really just didn't want the spectacle only. But why wouldn't they do the taint team? So it, it's, it's such not, an easy decision. Yeah. <laughs> right. You want a clean yeah. raid. You want a clean raid, one that would hold up in court, right? That's what the Justice Department is in business to do with our tax dollars. And you make a botch like that? It, it's and what I, Yeah, it's stunning. What I've seen, I've seen some cases where, you know, unintentionally they have gathered privileged documents, investigators have. And what happens is they throw their hands up and they say, okay, we're no longer going to review any of this. Immediately they establish a taint team. And they, they, they shift it all over to that, that other team to review. Don't know if that's happening here. My guess is the Department of Justice is scrambling a bit and on their heels because they did not, they did not do what they were supposed to do prior to the search warrant.
All right, I'm going to tell everybody you're not going to hear that what we just told you in the last seven minutes. That's anyway, correct. You won't hear it anywhere. So that's why we have Brett Tomlin. Brett, I want you to you know watch this every day. Let us know what you see. Uh, I want to update everybody. So you might be seeing a lot of Brett uh, in the next few weeks. And we'll get to the bottom of this as I, as I pledged last week. Thank you, Brett. Look we appreciate it. Hey, guys, it's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign, and we are already riding up the podcast charts. Here's why. I think that hard, in-depth conversations about the tough issues is the only way we're going to get this country back. Because make no mistake, we are currently in a war for the future of America, and you cannot win a war unless you're willing to speak the truth. If you want standard conservative talking points, this podcast is not for you. But if you want to go deeper and hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. All right, so back up why Trump is ahead, in my opinion, in the court of public opinion. Politico put a poll out, 2004 registered voters will not tell us uh, the breakdown of political party. That's political. It's a left-wing website. Um, 57% of registered voters who would vote Republican say they back Trump. That's up from 53% last month. So Trump got a 4% bump. DeSantis fell from 23 last month to 17. Um, there have been some uh, Trump supporters protesting all over the place. It's okay if you peacefully protest, but not if you're violent. Obviously, Donald Trump himself has said, uh, please bring the rhetoric down. Everything needs to cool down. And that is good advice because we had that guy shot to death outside the Cincinnati FBI office when he showed up with an AR and the FBI shot him to death. Florida judge who signed a warrant, Bruce Reinhardt, is in hiding because people want to kill him, apparently. He's being threatened all over the place. Um, Florida authorities, Secret Service, U.S. Marshals, all guarding him. Okay, so um, we don't wish the judge any ill. This is crazy. And that is our report on this thing tonight. Of course, any breaking news, I'll tweet it out at Bill O'Reilly. Get on our tweet band. Um, and we will have the latest. And you, you see how smart Brett Tallman is. And he's an honest guy, as am I. Okay, Biden's on vacation, as you know, Kiowa Island, South Carolina. Now they say he's coming back tomorrow to Washington. Maybe. I don't know. Um, I don't begrudge any politician a vacation. Trump had a lot of them down in, uh, he just plays golf. And then Obama went out to Martha's Vineyard and then, Biden's down in Kiowa. He's got to come back because he's not playing well right now. Crime. Um, one of my themes here is that the corrupt media does not report accurately on why violent crime is happening. Overwhelmingly in this country, it is black drug gangs committing murders and terrorizing entire neighborhoods. But you will not get that reportage. So let's go to Philadelphia. All right. There's a park. African-Americans mostly frequent the park. Okay. So there's a shootout. Five people hurt. 
including a 16-year-old boy and a 17-year-old boy. Nobody killed, but one boy, 16 years old, is in critical condition. 100 shots were fired in the park. Here's how local news described it. Go. Yeah, so this is just a mind-boggling number of gunshots fired outside a place kids are supposed to feel safe. This recreation center in West Philadelphia turned into a major crime scene. And now the police commissioner here in Philadelphia announces at least three people have been arrested so far in this shooting. Okay, you'll notice three people. And the rest of the Philadelphia media falls into line. Three people. They don't say it's another gang-related shooting or anything like that. Now, in Philadelphia, under the progressive district attorney, Larry Krasner, all right, homicides increased 78% from 2017 to 21, and Philadelphia voters re-elected him. But it's almost all black drug Gangs, yet the media in Philadelphia will not report that. Let's go to Dallas. There's a peewee football game, okay? Things get heated during the game. This is south of Dallas in a place called Lancaster, all right? All of a sudden, a man named Yakub Talib. 39-year-old African-American shoots the opposing coach, Michael Hickman, dead, okay, in front of kids, in front of people watching the Pee Wee football game. Now, Mr. Talib's brother is a former NFL player, Tariq Khalib. But again, local news doesn't report that this is an African-American situation. Now, the pundit Jason Whitlock wrote a column, and it's worth reading, and it says, how are we ever going to solve this problem on black-on-black violent crime if the media will not acknowledge it? And, And that's what this is all about. So there are poor minority people all over the country, defenseless, in the face of these black drug gangs, heavily armed, And the media, unlike George Floyd, everybody knew what happened to George Floyd, as they should have. And it was outrage. But now, thousands, literally thousands of poor blacks are being slaughtered in the streets, and the media will not report on it honestly. And we'll follow the Dallas situation for you, because it's a big name here, the NFL guy. But this is horrible. And it's never going to be solved unless the nation comes to grips on why blacks are killing other blacks in such astronomical numbers. Period. All right. Border Patrol has caught 10 more terror suspects on the terror watch list, which all the federal agencies have. That brings the total, okay, of people apprehended at the southern border on the terror watch list to 66 people this year alone. Are you surprised? There are millions of people coming here. Millions, okay? And they're coming here because the Biden administration won't enforce the border. You don't think terrorists are getting in here 
And these people are going to kill some of us. You're crazy. Yet the Biden administration doesn't care. I, I'm on Hannity today. Uh, Wednesday is my usual hit. I said, just that alone disqualifies the Democratic Party from being supported. Just that issue. The open border. That's it. Yet we have people, millions of voters, they don't seem to care that terrorists are coming into this country. All right, Alaska. Uh, We told you about the Wyoming vote. So Lisa Murkowski, who is a uh, Trump hater, voted to impeach him. She advances to uh, the midterm election. Her opponent, Trump supported Kelly Shibaka, uh, close, three points. Uh, they both ran against each other in the primaries. What they do in Alaska, it's very confusing up there. But uh, Kelly Shabaka and Lisa Murkowski face off again in uh, November. I can't call a race, uh, along with the Democrat, Patricia Chesbro. Alaska is a Republican state, so I'm going to vote for a Democrat. Uh, Sarah Palin's going to advance as well. Um, you know, it, it's so arcane there. I, I can't call either of these races. I suspect Sarah Palin will win the single congressional seat in November, but I I can't make a prediction. This caught my eye. This is really strange. You know, Marco Rubio, pretty big name in the Senate. And I thought he was pretty popular in Florida. Florida's trending red, as we all know. But a new poll by uh, the University of North Florida, uh, taken August 8th, says that Rubio's running behind the Democratic challenger, Val Demings, by four points. So North Florida University uh, polled 1,534 people. And I went, you know, to my staff, check this out. So the real clear politics average of that race, Rubio versus Demings, has Rubio 49, Demings 43, six-point lead. Um, I think that is probably right. And I think this uh, North Florida poll is uh, an outlier. But my duty to report to you what's happening. We called uh, Rubio's office, and they seemed to be too worried about it. And, you know, spokesman said, quote, this is Florida. We've always said it will be a tight race. Why should it be a tight race? (laughs) You know, I don't know. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD 
265532. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking.、Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and、uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at luckylandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay. So Henry Kissinger is 99 years old. He's obviously acknowledged as a foreign policy expert. He gave an interview to the Wall Street Journal last Friday. In that, he was very clear. He said, We are at the edge of war with Russia and China on issues which we partly created without any concept of how this is going to end or what it's supposed to lead to. All right, that's what Kissinger said. Now, the foreign policy people that I know、um, believe that is true. It's not so much Putin, Ukraine. All right, that's not going to lead to a world war. But Taiwan, China could. It could. So let's talk to a guy who really knows what this is all about. His name is、uh, Sara Gupta. He's coming to us from Washington. He is a senior Asia Pacific International Relations Specialist for the Institute for China American Studies. Okay, so there's a lot of hysteria around this Taiwan stuff. And I wrote a column called The Danger. I, I don't know whether you saw it, Mr. Gupta, but. It basically says that Americans just don't understand the intensity of sending Nancy Pelosi to Taiwan unnecessarily. Nothing was accomplished for us, okay? And it just lighted a fuse in Beijing for them now to saber rattle, which is dangerous. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. You're correct. It's a very, very dangerous flashpoint. It may well come to it that the US may have to fight、uh, China with regard to Taiwan if there is an invasion of the type that Mr. Putin attempted in Ukraine. But there are many other scenarios too in which the solution, in which the, the, the situation can be managed. And I think this needs to be taken very, very seriously because this is something of the Totality and ramifications as the Korean War of June 19, of 1950. We could be, it's, it's something of that magnitude. And so、right. we should be very alert to it. I want to walk through it. Okay. You're correct. There are other options that we have. I don't believe that the Biden administration, if China tomorrow invades Taiwan, will attack mainland China. I don't believe they will do it. What they will do is what they did to Putin, try to strangle China economically, sanctions all over the place. As you know better than anyone else, China is an export economy. If it can't sell what it makes, it dies. And a billion and a half people are not going to be happy. That's what I believe the American government would do rather than to send exocets in and, and, and bomb. And I don't see that happening, even if the Chinese invade. But let's take it step by step. To be fair, maybe I'm missing something. Is there any reason Nancy Pelosi should have gone to Taiwan in this point in history? 
Absolutely not. There was no reason for her to go. Okay. I can Why do you believe she went? Purely as a legacy for herself and to have a last chance uh, to poke the Chinese in the eye. Flat out. There's nothing more to it. Well, why does she dislike China? I mean, she's a progressive leftist who oppose almost all confrontation. Why does she want to poke she in the eye? She has the strong human rights and democracy uh, aspect to her policies and her thinking. This has been something with her right throughout her political career, right since the early 90s at the time of Tiananmen, frankly. And she has a very tight relationship with the Dalai Lama. And, and as we know, China and Dalai Lama have not been able to have, make any progress whatsoever. Yeah, because China took over Tibet. I mean, I, that's, a, that's a, a debate squelcher right there. Okay. So Biden said he didn't think that Pelosi should go. And the Pentagon said, not a good idea. Pelosi went anyway. Why? What is that? Well, it's, it's, again, back to her legacy. She was going to all go. Right, so she, it's all about she, her. Not it's, about it's all America. About not about it's, it's all about her. She wanted a grandiose entrance, yeah, entrance into Taiwan. Now, she himself, he's up for re-election. Economy is not good in China, okay? Um, they have continuing COVID problems, human rights problems in the West with the Muslim Uyghurs, they got problems all over the place. So now people are going, wag the dog. If she can mask all of his domestic problems with a trumped up China situation, then he might do it. What do you think? Taiwan situation, I mean. I, I, it wouldn't be as easy because he simply will not be able to accomplish his goal. You know, he doesn't have the luxury of Mr. Putin where he tries to invade a nation fails to do so, but can come away with 20% of it. If Mr. If President Xi wants to capture Taiwan, he needs to capture it all. Otherwise, he is in the history books thereafter. And as we've yeah, seen- again, I mean, that would be an embarrassment. Taiwanese is going to fight? They're going to fight like the Ukrainians are fighting? Are they going to do that? If it is an unjustified invasion, yes, they will fight. Even though we know, I mean, the southern Chinese, Cantonese people, how commercial, the commercial bent they have, and they're not really the militaristic type. But there is identity formation in Taiwan, and there's a fair chance that they don't want a Communist Party clause. But they'll lose. Their... If they fight, they're going to lose. They're getting slaughtered. I mean, because the Chinese military is so much more powerful. Final question. I don't believe any of this. Ukraine, Putin, Xi, Taiwan would be happening if Trump were president because Trump had deals with both Putin and Xi. He had deals. They were economic-based deals where all three countries would benefit, and Xi and Putin feared Trump to some extent. They don't seem to fear Biden. Is my analysis in that zone incorrect? In that zone, your analysis is correct. 
Uh, Trump didn't like war, to be frank. He was not a warmonger. You know, we have any number of American presidents who will, for a sanctimonious reason, will always go in for war. Trump was not that type of guy, a very different type of president. And that's why we did not see armed action in the course of a Republican president. But at the same time, the Chinese were scared of him as to what he would do, because he, going back to Kissinger, there was a certain degree of a madman thesis out here. But at the same time, he really wanted commercial engagement to work out to America's advantage. And the Chinese grasped that. And that's why they were trying to work out a deal which did not really work out at the end, but did make significant progress. And therefore, if there was a Republican president, they would not be testing lines out here. All right. And Biden, they don't fear at all. Would you agree with that? I wouldn't say they wouldn't. They, they fear up to they fear American power up to a point, but they feel that they can play Biden and have a good coexistent relationship with Biden down the line simply because she and Biden have worked closely in the past. They don't fear the Democrats as much, but they also see that the upside in terms of being able to form a coexistent relationship at yeah, some better deals than they would have, would have gotten under Trump. All right, Mr. Gupta, thanks very much. We really appreciate it. I want everybody to keep their eye on that story. We certainly will. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, here is the final thought of the day. So, uh, a little more than two weeks left in the summer before Labor Day and everybody gets back to school and work. I, last night, took out my giant calendar of the year, and I have a busy, busy autumn because of the midterm elections. That's going to be the huge story. We are all over it. But I got to go to Boston, and I'm going to Canada. And I'll tell you why as it comes closer, but I am going up to Canada. And I got to plan. Uh, because if you don't plan, you get a host told you yesterday I'm not driving to Boston. I'm not flying to Boston because airlines are chaos. Um, I'm driving. I can't drive to Canada, but I'm going to do something there to avoid going to the airport. Now, if you are traveling on the holiday band, you got to book now. Thanksgiving, Christmas, got to do it now. Because if you don't, you're going to pay so much money for your airline ticket, it's going to make your wallet collapse and get the first flight out or you're going to get hammered. So wherever you're going, go early. But you got to book it now. 
And if you don't, I, bad things are going to happen. So I was thinking about that. You know, in the moment is where a lot of Americans live, particularly the urchins. Planning ahead. That uh, No, 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 we don't do that. We don't plan ahead. We have to be spontaneous. You can't be in this country now. You can't. You got to plan out. Because if you don't, you're going to pay so much more and you may not even get what you want. Because the airlines are under so much pressure, they don't have enough people. They're going to be canceling flights. There's flight delays all over the place. You all know. Federal government's doing nothing. So you got to get on the stick now. And your life will be so much calmer and you'll get much, much more done if you plan ahead. And that means every area, every area. That doesn't mean you got to be rigid, all right? You can be spontaneous. Something good comes up, like, okay, all right? Um, grab it. That's part of life. But you'll be, your tension level will come down like this. And the fall is going to go by, it's going to be like this. It's crazy. Now, we have a brand new um, series of uh, shows. I can't tell you about it now. I am going to tell you about it after Labor Day. But it's different than the No Spin News. We just signed a deal uh, with an operation called Vidgo. You may have heard me mention them. There are partners in entertainment. And you're going to like this. Okay? So I'm going to be like crazy, crazy busy. And I don't know why I'm doing it. I, <laughs> it's fun somewhat, but if anything goes wrong, it's... Uh, and we're writing the final uh, killing book, which I'm going to announce after Labor Day 2, what the title is. So we got one more, and I'm, I'm in the process of writing that. Uh, that'll be out in the fall of oh. Three, of 23. I wish it was 03. That would take 20 years off my life. But I'm hanging in pretty tough because I'm not doing the sugar thing and I'm not doing the uh, fast food thing. And I still eat the pizza. Not tonight, though. Not tonight. I'm limiting the pizza one day a week. All right. And it's really helped. My energy level is up. All right. Bags under my eyes down. Weight is where I want it to be. So I get free clothes. See? I grow out of the free clothes, then I have to pay for it. Other clothes. No. It's worth my while to stay at a 36-inch waist. Because if I go to 38, then I gotta get I have to get everything altered and get that close. You know, the tailor, I have a really good tailor. But uh, you know, he's not cheap. And he loves when I come in, you know. But anyway, these jackets and everything, um, we wanna keep them. <laughs> Good shit. There's always stuff going on. But let me get back to you because you're more important than me. Plan, 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 plan. Uh, autumn's going to streak by. Enjoy the next two and a half weeks, too. Um, I am. You know, I'm going to have some fun and a little downtime, relax. But I want you to as well. Final thing we mentioned at the top of the broadcast, Breitbart, uh, kind enough to do a accurate, fair article on me. Um, a big picture article about our business and where we are and how the far left uh, tried to destroy us and failed. I think you will all learn a lot from reading the article. It is posted on BillOReilly.com or you can go to Breitbart.com and read it. Actually, Hannity brought it up to me uh, before I even said anything to him on the radio. And we posted the Hannity O'Reilly discussion as we do every Wednesday 
on our website, BillOReilly.com. Thank you very, very much for watching and listening tonight, and we will see you tomorrow.